I picked up the Renaissance art book I'd left on the little patio table, but I couldn't concentrate on the pages. I kept thinking about the robot that now wandered my stomach, and I couldn't help but wonder if my insides now looked like a Rafael Binsky painting, a wacky landscape with a happy little android motoring around. Maybe I'd try and paint that scene later. I sighed, tired. Maybe not. I am Alana, and this is Racing Home, the podcast where I unpack the journey of writing the first book in a series about the end of the world. Welcome. We're going to talk about being an inventor today. What else is a writer of fiction but an inventor? And in this story, I got to invent a few different types of technology while knowing nothing about either of these types of technology. So much of it is just faking it till you make it, writing something in a way that makes it believable enough that the reader will just accept it as truth, that they won't be distracted out of the story by thinking, how in the world could that possibly work? There's no way that that could be a real thing. And in the realm of this universe that I am creating, that I am essentially the god of, it does work because because it has to, there is no choice. I'm going to share a little bit with you just about this one thing that plays a very important role. And it's teeny, teeny, tiny. If it was mixed in with a bowl of sugar, you would never find it. This kind of microscopic, actually world-changing piece of technology. So I feel like I have permission to do this because of the matrix, because remember that bug that was inside Neo? It's so disgusting and it was huge. He didn't know it was in him. It gets sucked out through his belly button with this horrible contraption. If that kind of bug exists in a fictional realm, then there's no reason why my bug can't exist. And here is the function of my bug. And maybe I need a name for it. I haven't considered that before. That doesn't matter right now though. So the idea of this contraption is that it is delivered through a drink powder that people sign up to receive. They make their drink. So think Kool-Aid, think your childhood, think about ripping open that package, dumping it in a cup, adding the water, stirring it up, It smells like summertime and sugar and all the good things that brought you joy. So within this is hidden this tiny little bug that once you consume this drink, this little bug is going to make its way into your stomach along with the drink and it's going to burrow into your stomach lining where it will rest and assess your system. Sending a report to this mother ship, this motherboard, essentially telling the system whether you are worthy of being saved from the impending apocalypse. This is the tool that one of my main characters is using to choose the population of his survivor dome that he is creating. I'm pretty sure there's no such thing as this technology, 
but it's fun to imagine that it could be possible. What's a more interesting way for someone to glean information from a mass group of people? So the biggest problem with this is actually getting it into the hands of the population and having them participate in consuming it, which I have solved by making it like a cultural or trendy social media thing. You know, the cool influencers are on board because it gives them something to make content about. Everyone else sees them doing this. They're like, I want in. It, and it snowballs. And in today's culture, it's a little bit maybe too believable. And I think social media is the vehicle through which horrible people can reach the masses as well as well-meaning people. So there is a, a fun tension there to play with. I like exploring the vulnerability of people getting caught up in trends and, and whatnot. And it's just one of the fun things that I get to play with. As far as more writing, got nothing. Zero words happened this past week. Now, through Chicken House Press, I did have a new book launch on Sunday. Today is Monday that I'm recording this. So yesterday, a new book launched called Harvest Cruise. If you are into like women-led, thrillery, a little bit unsettling stories like that, go check it out for sure. But anyways, my week was distracted from my own projects, obviously, because I was leaning into that one, doing things like writing press releases and reaching out to media outlets and all the things required to launch a book. So I didn't get to spend time on my own, which is totally fine. Time will come, but that's the update. That's where I'm at. So let's just finish off here. I am going to share with you a little scene that expresses a bit of the social media pull for this, this little robot, this little tummy robot. Um, I just have to find it. So thanks for checking in again this week. I hope that you found something of value in here. If nothing else, maybe you're inspired in your own writing to explore some weird technology. Don't be afraid of inventing something, of putting something on the page that doesn't exist in the real world. And you might be surprised to find how fun that is to play around in that realm. So good luck. And let's finish off with this little reading. The whole thing was being live streamed, a camera mounted in the kitchen set to capture everything that happened down the length of the long, narrow home. They could see themselves on the television that hung over the fireplace. Hi, Mom, Bonnie said to her evangelical conservative mother, who definitely would not be watching. It had become a trend. Beautiful people making a ceremony of drinking the potion of Rajiv Montgomery Noah. Some hot LA couple did it and the video went viral, increasing their followers by 1.2 million and landing them a major deal with two of the hottest fashion brands. So obviously, everyone else was trying to mimic their success. Hashtag drink the Kool-Aid. 7,500 viewers, someone yelled in the room cheered. We go at 10,000. It felt like college again, though that was more than a decade behind them. Max had worked at the campus bar and Bonnie had worked at the campus radio station, always stopping in for a nightcap that Max never remembered to charge her for. It started out as friendly flirtation, talk about music, jokes about papayas, arguments about Virginia Woolf, a subtle touching of fingers as a drink was passed across the bar. The night Bonnie stayed to walk Max home was the first night they never spent alone again. A homemade banner hung in the kitchen. Eden bound, and they all gathered under it as the viewership climbed. 
10,001, the host called, ready your Kool-Aid. They circled the island where 20 water glasses with spoons waited to determine the future of each party goer. Like synchronized swimmers who had mastered their routine, though they'd never walked through the ceremony together, everyone held up their package and tore off the top, dumping them into their respective waters at the same time so that a rainbow of color appeared around the circle. Glasses clinked and spoons stirred the contents. On the television screen, hundreds of hearts, thumbs up, and laughing faces crawled up the right side as thousands of people around the world watched this little pocket of NYC 20-somethings test their fate. To Eden, the host proposed, raising her glass towards the center of the island. To Eden, all the guests echoed, bringing their own glasses to meet in the middle, the sound of them hitting together like a celebratory toast at a wedding. Chin up, bright eyes. We'll talk again next week. Racing Home. Racing Home is a Chicken House Press production. Theme music by Alex Grohl and Alana Rusnak. If you would like to support my writing journey with a small financial donation, you may do so by visiting bio.site slash Alana Rusnak. That link is available in the show notes. You can make a donation of any size of your choosing and it will go toward funding the production of this book. Writing takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. It requires a lot of coffee and chocolate. So if you want to help out, that's one way you can do it. Donations over $50 will be automatically signed up to receive a signed copy of When the Trees All Burn at least one week before official launch.